I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. <laughs> that was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. Yeah, you got it. morning everybody let's get our heads right it is a tuesday it's november 29th 2022 ben and woods on 97.3 the fans great to be here with you this morning was uh doubting i could even get out of bed i barely slept i'm a wreck which is yeah, it's about par for the course i'm woodsy that's paul rindle it's our executive producer good morning paulie good morning Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, is here as well. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Good. Good How'd you sleep? Uh, I slept fine. Short, but fine. Short, but fine. A short, but sweet sleep. And here we are again. I was... That was a wreck. I watched the uh, latest episode of Yellowstone, which was... Good God. Just fantastic. Can't believe you guys don't watch that show. It was incredible. And then I could not sleep after, so I put Sideways on. Which is one of my favorite movies to fall asleep to. There's not a lot of music, just a lot of dialogue, and I crashed out to that. But that was at like, it was like midnight, and I woke up this morning and I was like, "Oh my god, how am I going to get through this day?" You're barely asleep before I was. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's not good, not great. Today is National Day of Giving. Ben, 
Very generous spirit over there. Where are you planning on allocating some giving funds today? I will be giving you my sports <laughs> opinions for the next four hours here on 97.3 The Fan. Give, 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 give. That's, that's all, all you I do. do. Yeah, that's true. You are a giver. You are a giver. Well, it's a uh, good day to give to some charities if you're if you're so inclined. Our friends at Emo you, Emo Brown. Just uh, do you, I was going to give them a plug when you uh, when you go to like the supermarket and then you check out and they always ask, "Do you want to donate?" And they like dollar, Great two dollar at the Great little question. the little button at the end. Yeah, like, it's Vaughn's, right? I was, where was it? I was with my mom and she did the yes, and I'm like a no. I mean, not, I don't know where surprised. it's going. I don't so. It's it just gotten, seems kind of random to me. So it's I'll, I made this observation when I went in on Thanksgiving. It's gotten less specific. Now it's like, would you like to give to hunger? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just did. I'm at a grocery store. I just gave you my money because we are very hungry. So I just gave you my money for hunger. It. Would you like, would you to, like to give to kids? Kids, yes. Help, help kids. <laughs> what? I'm giving the kids by getting this food and bringing it home. I'm giving it to my children. To support firefighters. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, yeah. <laughs> Fires. Children. Food. Hunger. Uh, it has gotten less specific. It used to be at Vaughn's. Hey, would you like to donate a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, ten dollars to the Wildlife Relief Fund of California? You're like, okay, all right, you got me for a dollar. The bit I really like. The bit that I really like, and I think every store should do this, round up. Round up. Round up. I'll give you a round up 100% of the time, not 80%. Vaughn's has now gotten me back to, I mean, if I'm about paying, 50%. If you're paying with cash, sure. If you're paying with a, a credit card or a debit card, it doesn't matter if it ends in a, a 3-7 or a zero zero. It's not like you're consolidating every single charge in a book somewhere at no. the end of the month. So. It doesn't matter round if you it round up. up. Round it up. Now, now, I don't want a bunch of change in my pocket. So, yes, Nor do I will I. always round but I, up. I, I round or up with debit. Include that in a tip. If, uh, I'm, if I'm 4221 at CVS and they ask me to round up, I'll round it up to 43. A debit card, credit card, cash. Now, if you matter. did that just once a day, every day for an entire year, yeah. averaging about 50 cents roundup, you'll have donated about $180 yeah. over the course of the year. That's not bad. In change. You could do a lot worse. Um, yeah, I, today I, I like to give. I do. I, I'm uh, extremely blessed. I feel like I, I'm not as blessed as I once was financially, but I'm definitely you know, definitely in, in better shape than, than many, so I like to give where I can. Uh, I wanted to to give a shout-out to our friends at the Emo Brown Foundation. Now, I did their podcast yesterday, uh, and I had I really had a great time doing it. They're they're wild. I mean, I walked in. I thought Scott Woods did their podcast oh, yesterday. Man, I get no respect in this town. Still, 13 <laughs> years, man. 13 years. I, I saw no, the tweet. Nobody respects said me. They had Scott, Scott Woods, Woods on Do you the see podcast. that, Polly? Scott Woods. <laughs> Scott Woods? Our pal Scott Woods came by. I'm like... <laughs> It's related to Bob Woods. Yeah. <laughs> I never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, you have, you turd. I replaced you twice. Sack of ass. You know GD. You know mother effing who, who I am. You hear me? You know who I am. Say my name. Say my name from your basement. I'm not to be trifled with today. I've, I'm literally on 15 minutes of sleep. You hear me talking, hillbilly boy? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like the greatest drop in history. 
Talking hillbilly boy. These cats, Benny. Oh my god. They I did their podcast a couple of years ago in the back of a bar. I said it on the podcast. Caesar, our buddy, was like behind me in some like makeshift shower over my shoulder. I walk into this new facility that they have. I'm like, holy crap. It the setup was spectacular. They live streamed the whole thing. Uh and I just really had a great time. They are doing such incredible work in the community. So today on Giving Tuesday, if you're so inclined, donate to the Emo Brown Foundation, man. They're really, really good people. And it was, I mean, look, they busted my balls for the entire, they call, <laughs> the host, Steve-O, literally called me the king of all whites. And I, <laughs> he's like, what do you think you feel about that nickname? I'm like, you know what, man, it's fine. I mean, I, I got, I got just dragged. If I'm the king of all whites, what are you, Ben? <laughs> The emperor of all whites, like what's higher than king? The crown prince? But I don't know. You are you because you that would be you. But they have done such uh, good work, and they're continuing to do good work in the community. Actually, make me feel a little bit bad about myself, um, because they do so much for their community, and uh, they're just great people. So I had a, I had a really good time doing that yesterday. I jumped on a uh, White Sox live stream podcast yesterday as well. They wanted to ask about Mike Clevenger. Uh, so I did a little Clev talk, and I was exhausted by the end of the With day. With our old uh, colleague Herb, Herb from back in the uh, the ten ninety days. Love Herb. Now I missed Herb. Herb and I missed each other by a f- he was couple here for years like a or, year. Yeah, really good cat. And we talked a lot about the similarities, the alleged similarities between the White Sox and the Padres. And if you guys remember when Ben and Woods started, everyone had kind of earmarked. Padres and White Sox are on a 1,000% collision course for the World Series. The rising powers in each league. Yeah, the young, the young, exciting talent that both teams had. And we are, we're shooting up the, the stratosphere. We will meet in the World Series. Now, that very well could happen. But, man, you want to talk about a fan base that is just decimated after yesterday's news of losing, you know, their guy, Jose Abreu. We'll talk about it more when we, when we start talking sports for the day. I mean, they're, they're like, Super, super upset. And I said, hey, we all wanted him too. So we're pretty bummed in San Diego as well. So we'll talk about Jose Abreu. But, yeah, on this Giving Tuesday, give to whoever you want, but give something. Give something other than sports takes. It's also, uh, it feels like a very patriotic day. Very much so. In this country with a giant World Cup match, uh, a must-win or go-home for the United States against Iran uh, later this morning. And, you know, in, in this case, it feels like, geopolitically, for the United States, Iran's kind of the big baddie right now with what's going on in their country and, you know, women fighting for rights and they have always kind of, they, they don't like us, we don't like them. It's like back in the day when, I don't know if Paul even remembers, the U.S. against the USSR. Oh, yeah. When, you know, we'd go up against, in sporting events, the Miracle uh, was, on Ice. But just I've seen the movie, but I wasn't alive in yeah. 1982. Rocky IV, man. But, I mean, they were like the always, the, in, the yeah, enemy the movies, the enemy. They yeah. were the scary big bad. Yeah. Now it's kind of, Iran's kind of at least nebulously out there. It's It's never a good idea to... Every, it's obviously every person who lives in that country is not evil Correct. or bad. It's you know it's a it's a political construct, but this is one that our country is going to really want to win this one and get behind today.
I- I'm telling you guys, based on the article that I saw yesterday, we will talk about this today. You see what the Iranian government said to its players? Yeah. You better behave or we will torture your family. I read that article. I'm like, it's cartoonishly evil. It's, car- it's literally from a, uh, you couldn't write, if you wrote this in a movie, you'd go, come on, nobody's going to do that. They don't, they don't have around, man. They really don't. So, again, very happy to be an American today and live in this country where, hey, it's not perfect by any stretch. we got a lot of work to do. and uh, But sure as hell better than that. In that same... Christian Pulisic today isn't going, oh, God, if I cover my mouth, they're going to slit my mother's throat. Like, that's not going to happen. In that same vein, on the other side of the spectrum, as far as, like, almost going along with the, the movie script almost, I saw Saudi Prince gave every player on their national team a Rolls Royce for beating Argentina. You're like, wow, this really happens. It's unbelievable. There was a, a story I saw over the weekend. Lil Wayne was talking about, did you see this, Polly? Lil Wayne was talking about uh, an experience he had. I think he flew to Saudi Arabia. And he was on his plane, and he, had, he brought his jewelry with him. So he had more than $25,000 worth of jewelry. So they said to him, hey, you're going to have to declare this. And he's like, I'm not doing that. I've never understood exactly what that meant. Like insurance. I have no idea what it means. <laughs> Do what? you have anything to declare, sir? I declare. <laughs> I declare I, I am an American. Seems like, it seems like a ripe opportunity for some bad pun that Ben can make it. the well, border. I declare. I do declare. I do declare. <laughs> They're just sitting there looking at him. Sir. Do you have anything to I declare? I do declare. So Lil Wayne is on his plane. He won't get off his plane because they want Well, 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 what is this contraption I do declare? My Blackberry, Michael. I'm trying to get updates on the company. Who's Michael? I'm Caleb Crawdad. I do declare. You don't have to keep saying I do declare anytime you say something that means you declare. That is the way Southern people talk. Damn, what design woman are you basing that on? Delta Buck. I do declare. The customs agent's like, can we just shoot him? Let's just shoot him. Just kill him. Say, Let's plant heroin on him and just shoot him. Nobody's going to know. So Lil Wayne's sitting on his plane. And he's like, he's sitting on his plane. And they're like, you need to declare your jewelry. He's like, I'm not declaring it. And so he didn't get off the plane. He was supposed to perform or something. So the Saudi like prince called him or went on his plane. He's like, what color Lamborghini you like? He's like, uh... Black and he's like, you will have in two to three weeks. He said it like he just drives up to Lil Wayne, got home and he's like, there is a Lambo sitting in, <laughs> for his inconvenience, <laughs> sitting in his front yard. So I mean, it is uh, it's a different world out there. You you know all the stuff we've talked about the Live Golf Tour and I know that uh, that money isn't exactly the cleanest of money, but you guys need content creators. Uh, we are in a walk year uh, starting in 2023, just so you know, live people. All right, we've got one of our favorites oh, returning to the show. It's been far too long since we've uh, talked with Amy Trask, uh, one of our absolute favorite NFL insider for CBS Sports. But more than that, just all around, just great, great person. Great just human. love Amy Trask. Got a great little backstory, too, about the interview, so we'll have fun today. Former Raiders executive. She's going to be with us at the bottom of the hour, so we'll talk some football early, but I do want to get into the signing of Jose Abreu. Should we be disappointed as Padres fans? Uh, we'll get to that coming up next. Daily Diddy selection. The theme, of a very touchy I don't, theme. I don't like this at that, all. That Woods picked yesterday. Problematic <laughs> I spent artist. I like three you still, hours. <laughs> you still kind of like, but... 
you know, yeah. you probably should What is an official, like, problematic artist that you give a pass to? Not even, well, listen, is listening to somebody's music giving them a pass? I don't know. I mean, I bought merch, went to a concert, Brian Adams, and he had been a little problematic, so... Yeah, um, I'd say if you listen and still, if you would go see them still in concert, you know, and give them your money, you basically are giving them a pass. It's the, it's, you're separating the art from the artist. Who do you still do it to? Who will you all, like, no matter what they do, who you get a ride with? Ben Woods getting started today. This hour brought to you by Senior Grubbies in downtown Carlsbad at Oceanside. Check out their daily happy hour from 3 to 6. Hashtag eatgrubbies at eatgrubbies.com. And we're back after a check of traffic. You're on 97.3 The Fan. Good morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good pick. Good pick. This one, 
Trey Smith. Both of these guys. It's a twofer. It is a twofer. They have been, at times in their career, problematic dudes. But you think, Dre comes out with something new. I'm like, can't wait to hear it. Snoop does anything. He farts in his hand. I'm like, ha, ha. <laughs> Snoop gets in front of a camera, and everyone's like, I'm in. Here we go. Yeah. It's weird how that works, man. I enjoy his uh, Corona commercials. Ooh, me too, very much. Very good. They're very good. He's fantastic. Has been, has at times, problematic. Said problematic things, done problematic things. Oh, yeah. It's just Snoop. It's weird how it works, man. I mean... Didn't slow any, any of them down. No, not really at all. Look, listen. I mean, I love Dre. I love his voice. You know I'm mobbing with the D-O-double-G. Straight off the killer streets of CPT. King of the beach, you ride to him in your fleet. So good, man. So, so And Amy Trask, by the way, will join us at 635. Her walk-up song, NWA. So everybody uh, everybody makes exceptions. <laughs> You don't see your problem is your sweet innocent man. You, he's like, sometimes why, it's why, what better to live that. What is Snoop Dogg doing? I sat with him on the Padres uh, social hour couch. Seemed like a real nice guy. That's amazing. You sat right next to him. Yeah. You've rapped to Ice Cube. Yes. And you've interviewed Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Who are you? That's so great. Both seem like friendly, friendly guys. Ice Cube also problematic. Absolutely. If you if they, you, you have to establish your cred at some oh, no. point in that business. I think correct? when they look at you, they look at you one time. They know that you have zero cred. Right. <laughs> Me too. And Paul, street all of us. cred. Street does cred. it work? Yeah. Yeah. You you have. I mean, I can't think of anybody with less street cred <laughs> <laughs> than you. Honestly, I don't have a lot. I got a little. You have literally zero street cred. I mean, on the streets of Encinitas, I have some cred. Hmm. Do you? Are you so. are you feared? I don't think I'm feared. <laughs> Is that what you need in to the, be feared? In the slums of so? Encinitas, you know, I like I, I know the streets very well. You do. I don't get lost. Mm-mm. You have you North have County. I have good sense of direction, credibility in that, there. In that sense, you have I know a good the navigation quite system. Well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't even need my navigation in my car usually. I can drive without it. It's I'm, not driving, it's gliding. I'm pretty good at it. That's what it is. So I uh, saw yesterday, and I wasn't sure if we should be disappointed or not, but uh, the three-year deal that the Houston Astros agreed to with Jose Abreu. Repeat, reportedly a, quote, top target of A.J. Preller this offseason. No. Yes. Just because someone said at some point that a player was a top priority or a top target, doesn't necessarily mean he ever was and when the details came out at three years 20 million i mean i was looking at jose abreu as like maybe a two-year 15 million dollar a year guy that that i'd be interested in as a padre i wasn't sure that that i thought the padre should go to a three-year commitment for a 36 year old player which maybe maybe that's a rationalization after the fact oh we didn't get this guy well we didn't want him in the first place we love to do that uh, we all do it we all do yeah well, I mean, it's way too much money for him i mean i did it myself yesterday i jumped on the uh, the podcast with our buddy herb lawrence talking about the white Sox yesterday they wanted to talk about clevenger i wanted to talk about abreu and they were massively disappointed and what they said was it was so funny to hear them talk about him yeah he's 36 years old you know what they said quote dude posts he's never hurt always in the lineup you know, down year for him, still hit 80-something doubles or whatever. Like, his, you know, still had a, a high OPS, um, down power year as far as home runs go. But I, I don't know, man. The way that I, I feel when the world champions go out and do that, I'm like, oh, 
That, to me, is a bing. We should have done that, right? And that's not always the case. It's not always the case, right? World champs make dumb decisions and bad moves and spend too much money in the pursuit of, of the next one. It happens. But I thought he was a pretty safe bet. I think for the Astros, it makes a lot of sense as they're going from, what, a 38-year-old 39. Cuban? 39-year-old Cuban first baseman. Yeah. To, they're actually getting younger. Yeah, they're the getting position. younger. Uh, they got plenty of money to spend. You win the World Series, you're flush, and can go out and, and spend a little extra in the offseason to try to keep that you know window open and keep it rolling. So in, in that sense, Jose Abreu seems like a very, very logical choice for the Houston Astros. I mean, we also need a first baseman badly. Badly, I would say. It, when was the last time we had a really good slugging first baseman? Fred gotta McGriff. Got to be Adrian. <laughs> Right, yeah. Adrian Gonzalez. Uh, he was here. I think he was here my first year I got here, and and 2010. When was his last year with the Pods? Uh, he was traded. I want to say in 2011. No, it was later than that. I was it 2013? 2012, maybe. 13. Um, but since then, man, it's been it's been not a lot of pop, you know. And and Abreu is a guy that can deliver that. Yeah, the money is a lot of money. Win a World Series, does it really matter? My my kind of. Pulpit is no, it doesn't, uh, and I think he. Oh, you're right, 2010. Yeah, I think he, I think he was. De- he is definitely a guy that uh, I feel like we missed out on him. I do, but it, it's a lot of dough. It's a lot of dough. I'll give you that. You know, it was suggested by Dennis Lynn in the Athletic yesterday that the Padres' real strategy might be more of um, a depth rather than going for top of the market guys. All the Xander Bogarts talk is maybe a bit of a smokescreen for what the Padres are actually trying to do and maybe targeting some multiple players that can add depth to the organization. He brought up five names uh, in his piece yesterday. I'll throw them out here. We can discuss them a, a little bit more in depth as the show goes on. But pitching-wise, he mentioned uh, Jose Quintana, left-hander, and Zach Plesac of the Guardians, who might be available via trade as a right-hander. And then position player Joey Gallo always gets mentioned, connected with uh, Range Wars and A.J. Preller. Jesse Winker, who has kind of fallen out of favor, um, and Max Kepler as a guy who could be available in a trade as well. Um, you know, not not names we've really been discussing for the most part, but you know, if the Padres are looking to add depth rather than a a top piece, he targeted those as potential guys they might be looking at this offseason. Yeah, sure. I mean, you need a you need a fifth starter, so a guy like Quintana, who's had a really nice bounce back. Uh, in his he had career. a really good year last year. Yeah. It was a bounce back year for sure. No doubt. I mean, you need you need a depth piece like that. Uh, so I would not be mad at that. I thought Police Act's interesting. He still he has is. three years of control. Yeah, he's got the control. They have a lot of depth in, in their pitching in the Guardians. Knows Niebla really well. Have worked together. Yep. Uh, so that's... that's Calls a, him the best mentor he's ever had as yeah, a pitcher. It's coming off not a great season, so... You know, maybe that lowers a trade price tag, and the and the Guardians have had a lot of success trading with the Padres. So yeah, they have. probably be a willing partner. <laughs> I just maybe we don't give them seven guys yeah. this time. Maybe a nice two, two and a half, three. Kind of owe us one a little bit. Player here. to be named later or something. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was re re. Visiting that Clev trade yesterday, we'll, was a lot of We'll pieces. talk more about the Padres and potential moves as we get ready for the winter meetings coming up next week, which we will, of course, be broadcasting live from down at the Hyatt Monday, Tuesday, so and Wednesday Hyatt, morning. Man. Looking forward to that. Looking also forward to our conversation with Amy Trask, former Raiders CEO, now NFL insider for CBS Sports. She is going to join us coming up next with Ben and Woods here on a Tuesday morning on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I think we can still count on one hand in five years the number of guests who have earned their own walk-up music yeah. on the Ben Woods program. Our next guest, Amy Trask, is one of them. She will join us right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. There it is. That can only mean one thing. Go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline where we are joined and it's been far too long by the former CEO of the Raiders, NFL analyst for CBS Sports, author of You Negotiate Like a Girl, and one of our favorite guests of all time, the Princess of Darkness, Amy Trask, back with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Amy, good morning to yes. you, and welcome back. Well, it has been too long. I think I'm going to have to start stalking you men because I missed you. I mean, you drop in a princess of darkness, you give me my what music, and I get to talk to you. It's, uh, it has been way too long. Polly said you had a little. We had a little ESP going yesterday. Said he uh, does that frighten you? Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. I believe in things like that. He reached out, and you said what? I I was thinking about you guys this morning. I, I was thinking about you on Sunday as I was watching the games and as I was tweeting about the games, and I, I think I was thinking about you Friday and Saturday, too. And then I got an email from Paul, and I, I just said, you might be afraid, but we're exchanging brainwaves. <laughs> I love being on the same page. It, it, it really lends itself to a great interview. I wanted to start here. Uh, after watching the game last night, Amy, Jeff Saturday, you know, no experience as a head coach. He's getting dragged, I think rightfully so this morning, uh, for his clock management or lack thereof last night. I disagree, but go ahead. Get out of here. You, you can't, you don't get bonused for taking your timeouts with you into overtime if you get there. But, Amy, I wanted to ask you this. It is something that we, we talk about a few times a year. There's a couple of teams that are good at it and, and are not good at it, and, and they, they stand out to me. When you were with the Raiders, how A, how are your coaches at clock management? B, did anyone ever consider in football, let's hire a guy to just manage the clock? Well, you know, I 
I was yelling, take a time out, take a time out, because on our pregame show on CBS Sports Network, we have to pick games at the end. And I had picked Indianapolis and I'm screaming, take a time out, take a time out. <laughs> yes. um, look, you know, it, it's one thing to lose a game if your talent doesn't match up well against the talent of the other team. It's one thing to lose a game if you have holes on your roster, but to lose a game because you don't understand game management or clock management is infuriating to league executives and team owners. And look, I'm not saying they would have won the game. I get it. If they call a timeout or multiple timeouts, maybe they tie the game. Maybe they don't. Maybe it goes to overtime. Maybe they try a two-point. Who knows? But they didn't give themselves the best chance to tie that game and send it to overtime or maybe even to win it with a two-point conversion. I talked about clock management with Al all the time. I found it fascinating. He used to test me on it. Wow. He would ask me questions <laughs> about, you know, he'd give me down and distance and time remaining and ask me about clock management. Wow. Because, look, as I said, if you can't win a game because you don't have the right men on your roster, all right, fair enough. But you shouldn't lose a game because you don't understand clock management or game management. And to answer your question, some coaches were very good at it. Some coaches were not good at it. And I said to Al so many times when we had coaches who weren't good at it, you've got to have someone upstairs in that upstairs press box booth who can call down and help with clock management. And Al once said to me, and this is a quote, we should put your husband in there because my husband is so good at clock management <laughs> and he used to talk about it with Al all the time as well. And I said, oh, no, 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 I'm not doing that to him. Amy, Al Davis, obviously, however you felt about him, he knew football. He, he grew yes. up in football, coaching football. Not every owner has that background. Now, I imagine most of them think that they know football really well. But in your experience, you don't have to name anyone specifically the owners of football know that the 32 guys and gals, uh, you know, who own teams, do they know football as well as they think they know football? And, you know, just looking at the hiring of Jeff Saturday, cl clearly an interesting, you know, good guy who knows football, but should he have been a coach? Should that have been a decision the owner kind of stepped in and made there? Well, you're right and you're right. You're right as to Al, irrespective of what one thinks of him. And I'm confident there are people listening to this who loved him and those who couldn't stand him. But the man knew football, um, Hall of Fame football man. Um, and, and you're right also, there are team owners who don't know football. And as the prices of the teams have increased and increased and increased, and as they continue to increase, there's more and more and more of that. Because, you know, not everyone who's a football aficionado can go buy a team for over $4 billion. That's billion with a B, man, um, for $4 billion. I, you know, look, but when you're the team owner, you're the team owner. And if you want to believe you, you know, football, you do. But, you know, the best owners are going to find people who know this sort of thing. Uh, we are talking to the great, the great Amy Trask here on Ben and Woods uh, this morning. There's been uh, some some underperforming teams that I think the pundits, ourselves included, got wrong. You know, you look at, at what the Broncos have done this season or more specifically what they haven't done. Amy, and I know you had some Pretty spicy thoughts on Twitter. It's, it's kind of what I said. We got to get her on again, man. She is dropping the hammer on Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, again, you talk about sometimes 
head coaches, it's weird to be a head coach in the NFL and look completely, completely over your skis uh, every single week. You know, bad ownership, I think, as well, has gone on in Denver. That's a team that should be a powerhouse every single year. They haven't drafted well. They don't coach well. They're not doing anything well right now. Well, going into the season, I thought the AFC West would be not only the strongest division in the AFC, but I thought it would be one of the strongest yep. divisions in the league as a whole. Denver's underperforming. Las Vegas is underperforming. Uh, as to Denver, again, that was one of the teams I picked on our CBS Sports Network pregame show, and I was mad because I'm the only one of the five of us on the show who picked that. So that was spicy because I was angry. Um, but being business um, rational about it, I'm going to stick by what I said. I kind of liked my spice, though. You know what? I'm I did, stick too. With my spice. I loved it. Um, look, here's the deal. You know how many zeros there are? In a billion? Yeah. Nine? Is that nine. Right? nine. There are nine zeros in a billion. So you have to write down a number, and then you write nine zeros, and that's how many zeros are in a billion. Well, the new team owners in Denver paid over $4.6 billion. Rounding up, that's close to $5 billion. And this team is underperforming. A lot of people are criticizing Russell Wilson, and clearly he's not playing well. But I don't think he is being best positioned to be his best. And that's what the best coaches do. They best position players to be their best. The reason I thought Denver could win last week, dominating defense. But the last two weeks, that defense has not played well when it has needed to do so. And I wonder if there's just um, something permeating the whole organization now, which is, you know, what the heck are we doing? How do you, Amy Trask, know when a quarterback is finally done? I mean, what, what do you see? Because, I mean, we thought Tom Brady might be done 12 years ago, and he's only now <laughs> finally showing some signs of his age. Aaron Rodgers was an MVP last couple of years, but gets hurt this year, and certainly, uh, I mean, that's that's now a situation they're going to have to deal with in Green Bay. But Russell Wilson, his kind of fall off the cliff came a lot earlier and faster. Um, what do you look for when you see an aging quarterback, and how do teams make that decision on the most important position on the field? Well, there are so many variables for which one has to control. So using your example of Aaron Rodgers, is it the injury to the thumb, which is apparently much more severe than any of us knew it to be initially? Is it age? Is it lack of talent um, at some other positions on the field? Is it the fact that he opted not to participate in off-season programs and then complained that the receivers weren't in sync with him. <laughs> well, okay, you want to be in sync? Maybe go to the off-season programs and sync up. So, you know, there's a lot of variables for which to control. In the case of Russell, he too is coming off an injury, um, albeit from a while ago, you know, from last season. You know, is it the coaching? Is it that he's not being best positioned to be his best? Is it his age? I don't think we would see the drop-off that we've seen from one season to the next just because of his age. Might it be a factor? Of course. Might there be multiple factors? Of course. As to when you know, I had the tremendous, tremendous, just unbelievable honor of sitting in meetings with Al Davis and Bill Walsh and listening to them discuss football many, many, many times. One of their discussions was about this very issue. And Bill said to Al very lovingly, Al, you hold on to players too long. You've got to let them go earlier. It's best for the team. You're holding on to these men longer than you should. You've got to cut them sooner. 
And Al looked at Bill and just from his heart said, I can't. Wow. I love them. And so, you know, here's a man who's admitting, I love these men. And he said it to Bill. I love them. I can't do that. So that weighs in as well uh, for some owners in terms of cutting players. I, I can't even imagine. I would be that guy. Ben would trade them when their value is highest and, and <laughs> cut them and do whatever he had to do, get the most back. I would, they'd, they'd be 47 years old out there trying to sling it around. And I was like, I love the guy. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I am absolutely that way. Talking to Amy Trask here on Ben and Woods uh, this morning. So, you know, more than halfway through the season, you're seeing you're seeing some, I think, a lot of the cream that has, you know, risen to the top has just been at the top. You know, teams like the Chiefs. The Bills have, have they've won eight games, but, man, I, they feel a little more suspect than they used to. When you look at, 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 at it right now, give us your kind of way-too-early Super Bowl predictions. Who are you really buying into um, from, you know, give me a team from the AFC and a team from the NFC that you could see matching up well in the Super Bowl? Well, I agree with you. It's way too early because, as we know, on any given Sunday or Monday or Thursday, yes. <laughs> um, there can be an injury that is just devastating to a team. So it's hard to control for all of that. I agree with you. Kansas City is just magnificent. I think Andy Reid is a phenomenal head coach. And Patrick Mahomes, you know, there's you can't you can't state enough accolades about him. No so doubt. The combination of Andy and Patrick. Um, boy, oh boy, I, I like the Chiefs. You know, you mentioned the Bills at eight and three. Well, hello, Miami Dolphins at eight and three. Yep. And irrespective of how far they go this year, I think Mike McDaniel is, at least at this point, coach of the year. Yeah. They are tied with Buffalo and I believe ahead of them in the in the rankings due to tiebreakers. So, you know, that's a very fun team to watch. Do I think they're going to go very, very far? I don't know. But boy, oh boy, coach of the year. In the NFC, um, Philadelphia, you mentioned 10 and 1. Wow. Minnesota, 9 and 2. Now, I haven't been sold fully on Minnesota all year, but at 9 and 2, you got to look at them and say, wow, this team is doing something right. Obviously, Green Bay, very, very disappointing. Oh, and by the way, someone in the NFC South is going to make the playoffs. It could be any one of those four yeah. teams none of which have more than five wins right now. Another team to keep an eye on in the NFC, I think, is San Francisco. Um, can you win games with Jimmy Garoppolo? Yes. Are you going to win games because of Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't think so. But that team is otherwise very, very, very good. I think they're a phenomenal quarterback away from being the best in the NFC. Wow. We already know he can take them to the Super Bowl. We know that. Be, right? yes. We've seen it. So I, I agree with you Hundred percent. Last thing for me, Amy. Uh, it looks like the the end game here with the Washington Commanders will be the the sale of the team by Dan Snyder, and, and someone else will come in. D does that kind of end it all, and we just move on? And what what does the NFL do when the owners are the guys in charge, but sometimes are also the problem? How do you deal with that? How does Roger Goodell deal with that as a commissioner? Well, we'll see if there's a sale, whether it's a sale in full, a sale of a limited partnership, a minority interest, so to speak. Um, you know, maybe there's a path to control, maybe there's not, maybe there's a sale in its entirety. But you hit the nail on the head, of course. There are 32 teams. They are the business owners. They are the league. They control the league. Everyone who works in the league office from the commissioner down is an employee of those 32 owners. So we'll see what happens with Washington. Maybe he will sell. And then think about this. If he gets $5 billion or dollars or more for the sale of his team 
irrespective of whether he wanted to sell it or not, he's going to be kind of smiling all the way to the bank. Of course. Of course. The golden parachute. I mean, it, it, once you reach that level, you're always going to be okay. <laughs> right? Like, nine zero. Nine, nine zeros. zeros in a billion. Yeah, man. nine. I think Amy said billions more than Carl Sagan in this yeah, interview. Yeah, billions. That's exactly right. And billions, Amy. Billions. Well, that, that that's because I um, once spoke with a lawyer who, um, well, it was an in-house counsel for a company, and the jury came in with a verdict against them in court, and the judge read the verdict, and it was for over a billion dollars, and the lawyer representing the company said to the judge, did you say billion with a B? And my friend fired the lawyer on the way out the door. <laughs> Amy, I'm so glad we did this. You are the goat. We will not be waiting quite as long to contact you next time. Thank you so much for your time this morning, and I'm looking forward to the playoffs and everything coming up. Can't wait to talk again. I love you guys. Love you too. Amy Trask, uh, NFL analyst for CBS Sports and our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. You know how, like, if you insult someone, you say, that that person is not the sharpest tool in the shed? She's literally the sharpest tool in the shed. If there's a shed of sharp tools, she is number one yeah, on your N- list of if sharp... If the NFL has yeah. a shed, yeah. I mean, do not touch the edge of the Amy Trask tool. You will get cut. She is un. She's absolutely unreal in one of the best interviews we've ever had. She's but just fantastic. As sharp as she is, she's also sweet and kind, and kind yeah. and nice. And it's amazing. I mean, it's a great combination. I wish we could all be like Amy Trask. Yeah, be more like Amy Trask. Just phenomenal every time. Uh, don't forget, you can download our free Odyssey app and never miss a moment from ninety-seven-three. The fan again. Podcast from all your favorite shows. Listen whenever wherever works best for you. And that was Amy Trask. We got a lot to get to, though, still on Ben and Woods, including game of Take on Woods coming up next. Uh, need a contestant here as we wrap up the month of November, just uh, uh, today and tomorrow, and then November oh, is done. Yeah, reset we it for December. To the month of December. Now, you already had your tree up, and now you've already taken it down. I didn't take oh, it down. Oh, you didn't no, take it I down. No, I didn't take it down. My uh, my two-year-old ripped it down as we were eating dinner. He, I'm done. I'm done. Okay, get up. And we let him walk around, and we looked over, and he has yanked the Christmas tree down. And then he looked like, oh, no, I'm not supposed to do that. And, uh, yeah, so that was fun. Did he not know the threat of Santa Claus won't come? If you don't behave well? You know, he doesn't know that threat. Now, my almost five-year-old, I try to use that on him every single day. Doesn't care. Just gives me the finger. (laughs) (laughs) You better watch out. True story. You better not cry. What does Sam think about giving your dad the finger? Uh, If you want to join us for Take on Woods, 833-288-0973. We're back next on Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fam. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.